0: Irreverent,
1: entertaining, cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finlay and Cassie Finley right here on L.A. Talk Radio.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, LA Talk Radio proudly brings to you the beer drinking champions of the world, the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley, the man who drinks so much he poops barley and peas hops, Chris Finley. We are Drinking Dirty and Josie! Woo! Cheers, everybody, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live here on L.A. Talk Radio. And just to reiterate, we are the first live and uncensored show about craft beer in New Jersey. Jersey. And we have a great show radio lined show. up. Radio show. We have a great show lined up for you tonight. We're on a Big Brew Festival Eve here tonight, which we'll get into a little bit uh, in the, in, sort of further in the show. But we have a great show. We have Kate May Brewing on tonight, uh, which is an awesome brewery down in South Jersey. So we're very excited to talk to them. We also have Sweet Jane's Roadhouse calling in as well, which is an awesome bar in Johnsonburg, New Jersey. So Down the street um, from us. Google. Down the street from us. So I can't wait to talk to them. They have some uh, great beers and great food. So that's going to be a great interview. And, uh, and folks, I promise you there is nothing Beachwood aged on this show. Absolutely not. Maybe my hair. <laughs> going a little gray. Well, what about the uh, carpet? No, no, that's uh, that's not beechwood aged. No, (laughs) but anyway, Utah, give me two, two beers that is, and of course I'm drinking, and I'm drinking an awesome beer tonight. I'm drinking a Trooper, the Iron Maiden Trooper beer by Robinson's Brewery out of England. If you're watching on UStream, you can see the beer right now. I'm putting it right up to the camera. Awesome, awesome beer. Very good. A little low on the ABV. It's only 4.7%, but I've been drinking them for a couple hours now, and I'm not completely wasted. So it's actually a good, uh, a good drinking beer if you want, don't want to get too wasted too fast and you want to uh, be able to stay up and uh, hang out. And Cassie, I know you can't drink because you are pregnant, of course, no, but if you me. were drinking, what beer would you think you'd be drinking? Um, tonight, well, it's really
3: cold. So probably be something like uh, maybe fireside chat by 21st amendment mm-hmm. or some really nice coffee porter
0: that's makes like a sense.
3: 10% or something. Yeah, that fits the weather and everything yeah, that's going cold. On, so. I like those strong like heavy beers when it's like this
2: disgusting -2 out. Right, right, right. Oh, right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um okay folks, you're making I- me drool like it's like making me dream here. <laughs> Every show, we play a drinking game where you folks listening and watching at home can play along as well. We have a drinking word of the night, and every time that word is said, you drink. Tonight's drinking word is stiff. (laughs) Now, an example of stiff would be, this drink is really strong, and I have a boner. One could say that I am double stiff.
3: Oh, drink. drink. And Cassie, do you have an example? I really think it's great when things around me are already stiff.
2: Oh, drink. Oh, no, I just came up with it. <laughs> On the fly with the stiff I, I
3: forgot that. Oh, my, drink. Oh, I forgot that the whole weekend it's going to be stiff.
2: Oh, drink.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, folks. At Big Brew tomorrow, if you come over to our table, the drinking word is stiff. Yes, drink again.
2: <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> All right, folks. Weekend uh, of stiff. Weekend of stiff. Oh, oh drink. <laughs> All right, folks. Last week, if you listen to the show, I got into a little bit about the pregnant sex thing. And uh, I'm trying. We're trying to figure out positions to do uh, for pregnancy sex. Oh my because... god! Why are we still talking? Well, about it's, it's an important uh, topic to me right now. So really. Um, so what I did is I looked up some pregnant porno movies.
1: Oh my god! Um, no, you I didn't. That's so gross. Please don't tell to... me you watched any of those.
2: No, I didn't watch them yet. But Thank I god. I have yet. a couple that Please I may don't. buy. No, but I, I just want to go over them with you. Like this one here, no. um, I looked up that I may buy. It's only thirteen dollars. It's called Pregnant and Harry. No, ew. And the description is. Uh, even as though these ladies have a bun in the oven, they are down to get their hairy poons fucked to no Ew, end. No, no. Watch all the pregnant no, loving. No, is that, is that one you watch No. We want to learn some new positions. I don't so want to watch any of this shit. Out. All right, but what Thanks. about this one? This one's called Pregnant and Pounded. It's a top seller. This one's a little bit more expensive. It's 22 oh bucks. No. But the description on this one is bulging bellies on expecting mothers who let their raging Ew. hormones get the better of no. them. No. They might be ready to pop, but that doesn't stop them from seducing a stud, which would be me in this case, and getting him to bury his meat. No. What about that one? I think we can learn some cool moves no. on that one. No. No? You don't want to get no. that one? All right. So I, I have a couple that I, I – this one's a little bit more expensive. It's $24. It's called ATK Pregnant Amateurs. I'm not sure what ATK means, but the description's pretty good. It says nine months – uh, it's a long time to go without any action, right, Cassie? And some girls can can wait. I'm not going without action, though. It's mother nature calling their tits to fill with oh my milk, God, no, and their hormones to, hormones to rage out of control. All right, let's talk about something else because this is really horrible. <laughs> but which one do you think I should None! get? None. No, but they, we have to get one of them. No, right? we don't. There's also a pregnant gangbang one. No. <laughs> maybe we can like do no. fantasy with that one. No. Pregnant and tortured, maybe. No. Okay. Alright, so I guess folks, the bottom line here is that I'm not gonna be able to get a pregnant porno. No, that's so gross, dude. No, it's not gross. We gotta learn some moves. No, we can learn our own moves. We don't need those things. <laughs> I don't know. I like mean I'm an not
3: a prude video.
2: I'm not a prude and I'm into porn, but not that kind of porn. That's just disturbing. You no, know, it's it's not disturbing when you're trying Stop. to learn. I'm just trying to learn. Like a No. It's like when you wanna learn Spanish and you watch an no. instructional video on no. how to learn Spanish. No. Kind of the same thing. No. <laughs>
0: all right no. folks so i guess the Did i mentioned uh, no
2: <laughs> i guess the prego porn is out at this point which sucks but uh in any case uh one one thing we want to talk about we mentioned it a couple times already is uh tomorrow is the big brew beer festival in morristown new jersey and we go we go um for the past couple years we've gone and we have a booth set up there and it's uh, very exciting what is it how many craft beers are there like over um there are
3: currently on the list uh Honestly, can't tell you off the top of my head, but
2: it's probably about 80. 80 different craft beers. And what they do is you you buy a bracelet and they give you a little beer cup and you walk around and you can drink all the craft beers uh, that you want and just drink to your heart's content. And if you buy
3: a VIP ticket, it gives you an hour more time. Plus, there's a little section in the back where they have other stuff. And this year, they're doing like a cask
2: festival. So everything's Mm -hmm. on cask. Which is really cool. Very awesome. Very awesome. So, if you're a big craft beer fan and you haven't yet purchased tickets to this event, I would definitely purchase tickets to this event. It's a lot of fun. There's two sessions. There's one in the daytime, which uh, any of you I think that it love starts drinking at
3: twelve thirty. The VIP,
2: yeah, I, I believe so. But day drinking rocks, so you can do the day session. Or if you're a uh, night person, you got to work during the day. There's a night session as well that goes from what six thirty to or the VIP six thirty, and it goes to about 1030. ten thirty. um So it's just a lot of fun and. Uh, Please, if you're going, please find us because we're a lot of fun. Uh, we get rowdy and crazy, and is this we're going to be time that
3: we talk about this. Yeah, I mean, uh, should uh, I w- mention some
2: stuff? Well, we're, we're going to be right next to Jersey Artist in Distilling, um, and hopefully Brent from Jersey Artist in Distilling is in male clothing and not female clothing. Yeah, Brent. <laughs> Brent. Did I say Brent? Yes. <laughs> Brent. Brent. I was close. Did you write Brent on the scavenger hunt? Yes, oh, I shit. did. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> messed up his name there a little Oops. bit. That's Cassie, your fault.
3: But Cassie, what are some of the beers that are going to? Well, be Well, I'm just going to mention the beers that have been on our show because no one really wants to talk about InBev. Who's going to be there? Boo! Um, so Bolero Snort's going to be there. They're actually going to have a. Um, they've been on our show a couple times, and they're going to be. They're going to have um, uh, their beer, their regular beer there, and then they're going to be in the VIP also with their breakfast bowl. Which is a, I love Bolero Snort. The cascaged. Uh raging Bowl with raisins and cinnamon stuff. The
2: first year we went there, beer actually won the. Uh, they have a a, a a thing where everybody votes on what their favorite beer is, and Bolero Snort won that year for right. one of their beers. And the guys at Bolero <laughs> Snort are just some of the most awesome guys imaginable. Uh, they're just great. We love that beer. They, they make a really, really good beer. So um, please go out and buy their beer. Uh, but if you're going to the Big Brew Fest, definitely stop by and drink some of it. What as else well. is going to be
3: on there? Let me see. <clears throat> what else? What other beers do
2: they have? Um, they have plus if you're gonna eat, they have food trucks there. Yeah. And uh, they have a cheese curd there's truck, a hot which is just that works a man, there. cheese. Right. And Cassie's into man buns, and the guy uh, has a man bun.
3: They also are gonna have their um their Lucky Buck stout, which is delicious. Uh their long hop IPA, they're actually gonna have their new tw- uh, their second anniversary beer, cracked pepperhorn, which is a cracked mm. peppercorn beer. So they're gonna have that there, and there's only six bottles of it, so you gotta get it.
2: Well, so it's like, it's, it's like limited time. Yeah, right. I got there before it runs out.
3: Um, who else would we have? Uh, Weyerbacher. They were on our show.
2: Love Weyerbacher. They've um, got – Strong I- beers. So those of you out there like the high ABV, definitely uh, drink some Weyerbacher. They've got there. their
3: uh, – in the in the VIP, they've got their double Simcoe on, on Firkin. And they've got Althea, which is their uh, breast cancer awareness Belgian style. That's a great beer. All the proceeds go to
2: benefit uh, – t- And it's cancer. delicious. Yes. It's very delicious.
3: And in a regular session, I believe they have uh, – where is it uh mary monks
2: mary and monks is a great beer Heresy. once again high ABV. whoa
3: they've got heresy in their uh in their regular session That's oh really like strong ass beer yeah it is
2: very strong so those you that are looking to get fucked up definitely stop by wirebacker they have like some of the strongest uh, let's see beers. who else
3: who else river horse they were on our show uh they've got it they're in the vip they've got their oatmeal milk stout which is delicious and uh they're Belgian Freeze and the IPA in the regular session. Belgian Freeze is one of my favorite beers. Belgian ever. Freeze is a great ever.
2: beer, a great beer, a very strong, uh, very high ABV. Once again, so very strong beer. Uh,
3: for new to the new to the uh, the the big brew this year is nine oh two brewing, who were just on our show, just on our
2: show. We're very excited. I get to taste their beer, which I'm very excited about. Um, they're
3: only in regular session; they're not in the VIP, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, good for them. Mm-hmm. They, they even did it. But um, Heaven Heller Hoboken IPA and the Black Dynamite Dynamite, Dynamite. IPA nice going to be there. Um, we've got uh, let's see who else Beach House.
2: Beach House makes some great beer. They're yeah, going to be I, there. I love their Winter Ale. Uh, that's um,
3: what they have. Winter Rental. Excellent. And, that uh, makes sense. And they have uh, the pilsner.
2: Now, for those of you that want a uh, to watch some entertainment while you're there, forget about the band and a DJ. They usually suck. But what you want to do is, especially uh, tomorrow night, the night session, because it's going to be snowing or wintry mix or whatever the hell. <laughs> you want to go outside by the Portageons Johns yeah. and watch all the drunkards like fall. fall. Uh, going in and out of the Porter Johns, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I, I would. It's just awesome. It's awesome. It's so hilarious it makes me stiff. Oh,
3: drink. <laughs> uh, Bokes is going to be there. They were on the show a while beer. ago. A while ago. Ooh, they've got um uh, the double the double b double bw which is their normal mm-hmm. beer, and then they have a monster mash
2: Russian Imperial Stout there. Interesting. Now, I like their regular Monster Mash beer. I guess this is they take off. Maybe of they aged it. I don't know. Oh, nice. Um, oh, sweet.
3: Who else? Let's see. Flounder. They were on our show. Flounder. They, Flander, won, they awesome won two beer. years in a row. They won. Right. Uh, last year that in o- February, right. and then they also won in October. That
2: award I mentioned earlier. They've won two years in a row, so that, they definitely have some. great They're going to
3: have three beers there. They're going to have their Saison du Flounder. They're going to have their murky brown ale, and their and the murky brown ale made with espresso. Their espresso brown ale is going to be there too. Jesus. Um, Let's see. What else? Who else was on the show? Ew, InBev. Blah. Yeah. No InBev. Not on the show, but Kane is going to be there. They never were on our show. We tried to get them on, but have
2: been probably having problems. Well, Kane has a – yeah. With timing. Timing and things like that. But Kane uh, has some great beers. But they're going to have their their
3: coffee coffee beer, Morning Bell. Mm -hmm. And to be determined, IPA. I guess they don't know which one they're bringing yet. Uh, just recently on our show A couple weeks ago Nishamini Creek is going to be there Awesome uh, actually, Creek is awesome Was that last week they That were was on last show? week
2: That was last week Yeah
3: And uh, they're going to have Their Croydon Ale And their Trauger Pilsner there
2: Nice Nice Sweet um,
3: Ramstein who wasn't on our show But we love them They're great
2: guys Well that's the same place That Bolero Snort brews their beer Right correct? And we that's
3: tried right. to have them on our show But it didn't work mm. Timing again uh, They're going to have Some two beers in the One beer in the VIP And two In the regular session Winter Wheat and Pale Ale um, and I think that might be it. I mean there's a lot of companies.
2: But it's just a great place to go like uh, especially uh, fans of craft beer. You just get to walk around to just drink all these awesome beers and it's just – Just don't a try to time. talk
3: to a lot of people. Oh, Tuckahoe. They have their own Tuckahoe. Show. Yeah, it's another uh, great one. New Brighton Coffee Stout and Reed's Beach IPA and yeah, that's it. That's the last one. But just don't try to talk to a lot of the big companies about their beer because uh, – you won't get anywhere.
2: <laughs> right. I think we have our first guest calling in right now. And uh, hello, you're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hello. Uh,
1: hey, it's Ryan calling in for the show.
2: Hey. Yes. Hey, man. What's up, man? Hi. Uh, hey, Cassie. Hey, guys. Hey. hey. So glad you're calling yes. in. This is, uh, <laughs> is uh, oh. Katie Brewing. Hi, right, the- girl. I'm very excited to talk to you guys we just have a couple questions for you now Um, Now, tell us a little history about Cape May Brewing what made you guys decide to start brewing beer
1: cool Uh, yeah so we started about four years ago it was me my buddy from college Chris and my father Bob and um, in New Jersey the laws were really different so there were Mm -hmm. only about 15 production breweries so on a per capita basis, New Jersey was one of the, uh, the last breweries. I think we were ranked 47th in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, so we said, shit, man, like, this is crazy. There's all these awesome breweries all over the country. I used to live in California, and I was living in New York. And there was like tons of great places. Nothing in New Jersey. And I'm from, I'm from uh, southeast Pennsylvania, just south of Philly, in a town called Chad's Ford. And we always had a house in Cape May and Avalon. Mm -hmm. So every weekend growing up as a kid, I'd always be down here. So the truck, you know, like this is crazy. Like there were six wineries, but nothing for the craft brewery, Uh, nothing for the craft brewery guys. So we said, Mm -hmm. what's the worst that can happen? And at the time we were naive enough to think that (laughs) that was actually something legit. So, um, so we did it. We started with 1500 square feet. We brewed 12 Mm -hmm. gallons at a time in a system that uh, Chris, my partner, built, and we had one account, Cadenas, in Cape May, and that was it. Today, mm-hmm. uh, we have two breweries. We have a 15-barrel brew house, and we're uh, just completing the installation of a 30-barrel brew house. Mm-hmm. We have 21 employees. We have over 200 accounts, and we're distributed in over uh, in two states, in South Jersey and uh, Pennsylvania. So we've come a long way in a really short period of time. Yeah great
2: wow awesome now so now um I find this very interesting like one of your breweries is actually located in the Cape May
1: airport is that correct we are so we're located at the Cape May airport. <clears throat> Chris and I looked for a very long time for space in Cape May and in the city of Cape May the real estate is really expensive and there's no industrial space. There's a couple buildings uh and they're cute and they're charming, just like the West of Cape May. Mm-hmm. But they don't offer a lot of opportunity for expansion, and there's no parking. So the closest place that we found and the most appropriate was the airport. And uh, there's tons of space to expand. And the folks who run the airport, it's called the Delaware River and Bay Authority, mm-hmm. they are a non-governmental agency. And part of their M.O. is economic development. So we stumbled across these guys. It was just by chance. And uh, they've become a huge partner for us. So they love having us as a tenant because we bring a lot of traffic to the airport that's awesome, so that's awesome. They do now we partners with us, yeah, to be able to expand, and on top of that, I'm a pilot, so i you know I fly in and out of Cape May all the time that's awesome so that, that works awesome. out really well
2: now you're not serving any of your beers to any Asian airline pilots before they fly. they got enough issues, right
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. they have their own issues. <laughs>
3: Um, how they much, might end up as stiffs. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh, Drew! Oh. <laughs> now, um, let's, let's get into your beer. I know you guys have 75-plus beers. Um, what are some of the beers that you're currently brewing and have available?
1: Cool. That's a great question. So we've done over 100 beers. Um, um, like right now in our, in our casing room, we have over 20 beers available. So wow. today we—I was in there this afternoon having a, a shift beer with some of our some of our staff, and uh, we have three sours. So we have our Tower Twenty Three, which is a Berliner Weiss. We have our Turtle Gut, which is a, a mixed fermentation sour, and then um, and then we have our Corrosion, which is a uh, an IPA again, a mixed sour fermentation. So the the Turtle Gut, I think, is the most interesting, is because we age it. We age it over a year. And uh, we have a limited release of that. I think we're actually on the last keg of it. Wow. So those are three really interesting beers. We, we do a huge variety. So we have Belgian beers. We do a lot of different IPAs. We, um, we just won um, silver for our Coastal Evacuation,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: is our double IPA. So we won silver at the uh, Best of Craft Beer Awards out in Bend, Oregon. Sweet. And, uh, you know, that's really flattering, right? You know, a brewery from yeah. New Jersey winning, you know, silver for an IPA in IPA country out in Oregon. So we were really flattered and floored by that. And this is the first time we we're really starting to enter beers into competitions. We've never done it before. That's We've awesome. We've just been so, uh, we're so caught up in, you know, just trying to run our little business. Sure. So we have a huge offering. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, you guys actually, uh, you self-distribute your beers to over 120-plus bars, restaurants, and liquor stores in the area. Uh, Do you have plans to expand distribution to other areas of the country?
1: We do. Um, In fact, uh, that number's been updated since uh, we first started talking, and so, as of today, we're at 150 bars, restaurants, and liquor stores just in New Jersey, and we wow. self-distribute, So, which means we have our own trucks and drivers, and effectively, we're our own distribution company. And that's great. You know, like, people, uh, people in other states, you know, uh, gripe about how you know, tough it is in, in every state, and, you know, the same goes for New Jersey. Well, luckily, we're able to self-distribute, so that makes it really great for us because we can have these relationships with these bars and restaurants and it makes it really special mm-hmm. so it's not just like a rotating tap anymore they know us and you know we go there we'll patronize them and it's really exciting so we uh, we have those in New Jersey and uh, we continue to expand we'll be uh, you know at 200 by the summer nice and uh, and then we're distributed in Pennsylvania now so we're, we partnered with uh, Ariglio Beverage in Philadelphia so they're you know they're, they're a big distributor out of Philadelphia it's the first Distributor relationship that we've ever had, and they've done a fantastic job. Uh, we're really excited to partner with those guys. So we're in about uh, sixty bars and restaurants in Southeast Pennsylvania right now, and we're uh, you know we have a controlled rollout plan, and it's exciting. It's exciting to see our beer you know back in my own area.
2: Oh, definitely where oh. I grew up. I'm hoping you guys move north soon. Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Now, um, I know most of your beers are only available on draft, and you only bottle select styles for limited release. Mm -hmm. Do you plan on bottling more of your beers in the future?
1: Absolutely. So we've invested a lot in our new facility. So we're moving into a a new building. Um, Like when we started, we had a 1,500-square-foot unit, and then we expanded that unit to 5,000-square-feet, and now we're moving into a 15,000-square-foot facility and keeping the old one. So we'll have about... 20,000 square feet of space uh, with plans to add on even more space. In that new building that we're completing, we've installed a new packaging line. So we um, we have a whole 12-ounce bottling line, which will do well over a case a minute. So mm-hmm. it's uh, a, like a semi-automated line. So it has a, a, a depal and a, a labeler and a twist renter. So it's going to be great. So it's uh, not very labor-intensive, and it will allow us to crank out bottles. So... Uh, It's like a sustainable way to be able to really crank out bottles. And it's exciting because in New Jersey, you don't really see a lot of bottles uh, from the New Jersey production breweries. And you see Flying Fish, which is great. And you see Mm Cranberry Hill. Those guys are also great. And then everybody else is spotty at best. And, you know, there's just not really anybody else. So this packaging line will really be able uh, to allow us to step up to the plate and be side-by-side with those guys.
2: And if um if you guys have any extra bottles left let me know because I can drive them to Michigan and they give me 10 cents a bottle as opposed to five cents anywhere else so I have a little scam
0: done. <laughs> right but then we just it those like those crazy
1: machines that you dump it into won't accept it because you didn't buy it in uh, Michigan
2: <laughs> right right
1: <laughs> is that crazy? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. Um, now, um, your tap room, which happens to be the largest and most accessible in the state, by the way. Uh, what hours and days is your tap room open?
1: Our tap room is open from twelve to eight every single day year round. So we're awesome. in a seasonal town, uh, which this time of year is relatively quiet. Uh, but our tap room is always busy. So what we and we do that not because it's the most profitable, but because it gives people a reason to come to Cape May. So we have folks coming from New York, Washington, Philly, every day coming down to visit our case zone. And they come, they stay, and they go visit all the great bars and restaurants in Cape May. And nice. that's why we do it. Awesome.
2: Awesome. awesome. Now, um, last question for you. Do you have any special events coming up that you'd like to promote?
1: Absolutely. We do a ton of different events. Uh, this coming Friday, we have a freaking Friday event. So every month on the um the last Friday of every month we do a forkin' Friday at one of our uh, one of our bars or restaurants, one of our better customers. So uh this Friday uh we'll be at the House of Brews in Turnersville. We have a, a special forkin that we're doing just for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh and then also uh we have uh Philly brewery coming up who we're partnering with Flying Fish and so we're doing a huge tattoo tactique over uh, for Philly Beer Week uh, on a number of different events so we have it all on our website uh, com, and there's a the whole uh, big events tab and you can see everything listed out
2: awesome awesome man well I really appreciate you calling in uh, we're, we're big fans of the brewery we can't wait to uh, to get your beer uh, more available up here in, in North Jersey because we definitely want to start drinking it <laughs> yeah um, but uh we really appreciate you calling in. We're gonna we're gonna continue to promote you guys uh on, on our site and um and uh like I said, thank you for calling in man. We're big fans of you guys.
1: Awesome. Well yeah, guys, well thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate you having me on your show.
2: Yeah, no problem, man. No problem, man. All right, thanks.
0: All right, thanks guys, see ya.
2: Right. Mendez out. <laughs> All right, folks, that was Kate May Brewing. Um definitely uh another South Jersey guest. <laughs> yeah. With the uh <laughs> I love those guys. Though. No, no, no.
3: they're great guys. They're great guys. Don't get me wrong. I feel like I feel like when I talk to people from South Jersey, it's talking like pe- to people from
2: California, Yeah, and, and, and cuz they're uh, so mellow and right. it's like,
3: you know, it's like everything
2: moves slower down there. Right. And I grew up in uh I didn't really grow up in South Jersey. Central. I grew up in, in down the Jersey Shore, so I kind of got That's central-ish. a little bit of both. So I understand the whole laid-back attitude. It's cool though. I wish we were more laid back up here. We're like No, I know. We're all ah! like jittery and uh like too much espresso too much cocaine and all the guys named finley have huge stiff cocks oh Oh my
3: god i hate you today
2: (laughs) cock talk with chris finley (laughs) that's right that's my side show oh my god all right um all right folks at this point in the show i'd like to pause the show to take a commemorative chug of beer to a man who once rang up a forty thousand dollar bar bill at the hyatt in london this is the man the legend the greatest drunk of all time, Andre the Giant. Cheers, Cheers. Andre. Cassie with your disappearing beard. Right? <laughs> your beard. I don't have a beard. <laughs> There's no beer here. <laughs> There's no, no beer. beer here. <clears throat> so one thing I thought was hilarious that I saw the other day is that Vanilla Ice was arrested. Oh my god.
0: Yes. Um, he, uh,
2: he actually had – he was – you know who Vanilla Ice is. If anybody is uh, around our age or whatever, he was a one-hit wonder back in the early 90s with that song Ice Ice Baby. Well, he also
3: was a one-hit wonder because he had a movie, like a really well, bad that movie. Well,
2: that came after uh, the, the hit song. Uh, the cool movie is called or Cool as whatever. Ice. So, like you know, his career obviously tanked, and he never really did anything after that. And all of a sudden, like his career started getting better again, and he had this show on one of those stupid cable networks where he was renovating. I think it was houses, like TLC or something, something like that, or the DIY, DIY network, network yeah. or something like that. But anyway, um, he, uh, I guess he, he decided like the show was doing well. He's becoming big again. So as as somebody like Vanilla Ice does, the Ice Man decided to uh, ruin it all by robbing the house next door that he was uh renovating um he stole uh an iron table with a glass top oh my god he stole patio chairs did he think the house was like vacant though he thought it was vacant but why would there be patio
3: chairs and stuff in a vacant right
2: it just doesn't make any sense the ice man is not making any sense and then like he also stole a sofa uh valued at a thousand dollars two bicycles which i don't think the ice man rides a bicycle do you i can't even say what i was (laughs) gonna say (laughs) I but, can't
3: say what I was going to say.
2: Um, he also but, saw a large mirror. To look like, at himself? I guess to look at himself and do the running man <laughs> or whatever the hell he fucking does. But
3: Were there I, all mirrors in his video?
2: <laughs> I think so. I th- But, you know, I mean, at least he's consistent. I mean, he executed his criminal career just as well as his music career. He you know
3: was, what he needs to do? Yes. He needs to stop, collaborate, and listen. <laughs> oh!
2: That was great. That was classic. <laughs> Um, he's actually been arrested several times. He used to beat the shit out of his girlfriends and, st- and stuff like that. Um, he has a very hot temper. He's definitely not cool as ice. No, he's not cool as ice. <laughs> Cassie, would you bang Vanilla Ice? Um
3: Nah, no, nah, he's not no, really my not type.
2: Really? I mean, I like the hot temper thing, but other than that, so you like the hot temper?
3: But what if he like gets like threatening? But he's like it? bananas. Like he's like a like a
2: Yo-Gi. rapper, Yo yeah. He did bang Madonna. Ew! No, I don't want that anywhere near me. Blonde ambition, hot. She's like still Betty White, hot now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) She's not even Betty White, hot. Betty White's so much hotter than Madonna.
2: (laughs) Seriously. So you would actually go down on Betty White before Madonna right now? No, neither. You have to choose one. I don't have to choose one. You should do because it's the game. If you have to, there's Betty White and Madonna, and they both have their crotches in front of you. Betty White. But you would actually do Betty White before Madonna. Yeah, because Madonna's gross. Have you seen her? It's like all her. wrinkly disgusting. and disgusting ugh I used to think she was so hot man oh my god my uh early days of whacking off had a lot to do with Madonna really? oh yeah she never dude. Thought she back was hot. in the day oh my god she was banging hot I never thought she was hot ever and plus she's a whore and that just is a turn on cause you know she'll do anything in bed <laughs> so it's just really hot I mean um I remember watching that remember that Blonde Ambition uh concert on, on HBO yeah yeah, oh my god. I remember feeling so awkward about watching
3: that because I was like eight or nine years old, and I was watching it over at my friend's house. And like when well, it was on like HBO or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like her parents were like in the next room and I'm like, it was
2: like really dirty. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so weird. Oh, Jesus, man. I'd whack off a hundred times. Yeah, but I'm a, I was like a little girl. You were like a teenage boy. I yeah, mean. going through shit and she's like waving her fucking ass. And then like she came out with that book where she was like naked and stuff. But I think we have our other guest calling. So, oh my God. Um, hello, you're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hi, this is Sweet James. Hey, i uh, so glad to finally talk to you. We're very excited to talk to you. Um, <laughs> uh, and th- th- this is Sweet Jane's Roadhouse. Uh, you guys are actually pretty much down the street from us, so um, we're very, very psyched to talk to you guys. Now, tell us a little bit about Sweet Jane's Roadhouse. What can people expect when they go into your establishment? Well, I
0: think, I think the people really say is it, It's very friendly. You know, it's not where... Really, well, it is sort of one of those places where somebody walks in and every look <laughs> But it's kind of like there's a smile behind it, you know what I mean? It's very welcoming. And um, I just still like the fact that we have music on Friday nights. It's kind of an unwind sort of thing, but it's still a little, you know, upbeat. And um, they, they like the fact that the food is, well, some of it's locally sourced during the winter and the summer. It's, you know, it's obviously easier. Um, but everything's based from scratch. Um and I change the menu every week. So mm-hmm. it's not the it's not the same thing. Like tonight is we're having a bowl of sweet chains. Everything is in the shape of a ball. Oh, so nice. um, like, yeah. So like I have profiterals tonight stuff with different types of ice creams covered in chocolate and well, we have churros, like dip chocolate dipping sauce and I made rum baba balls and um for the dinner we've had eggplant balls, but so like I try to always accommodate vegetarians and vegans plus all the meat eaters. So we have 11 things on the menu tonight and four of them are totally uh, vegetarian and two are vegan. Um, so I have an extra soup tonight, for instance, that one has meatballs in it and one has the beans in it. One has chicken stock, one has vegetable stock. So we really try to think about, you know, be conscious of what people want. Um, so that's that's kind of, you know, it's cool. I like it. It's a lot of fun. I've built yeah. up to being open just one night. <laughs> and um, I can't wait for it to warm up a little bit because I think the cold is keeping people out.
2: Yeah, I think we're all waiting for it to warm up a little bit. Yeah. It's been ridiculously. Yeah, uh, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Is there any story behind the name Sweet James? Yeah,
0: life? there actually is. Um, my mother's name, my mom, my mom, we named it after my mother because she taught me how to cook. And um, my daughter learned how to bake from her. And um, my mother's name was Giovanina, Caterina Natale. so she's Italian. Mm. And I wanted to name the place Giovanina's, and everybody was like, "Oh no, no one will be able to spell it. They won't be able to find it. And everybody will think it's just Italian." And I said, "Yeah," but she was so sweet. And then I looked at everybody, and I said, that's it. Her nickname was Jane. Her name changed, you know, um, like when Italian-Americans came over here, they really wanted to meld into the society, you know, like they weren't allowed to speak Italian in their own home. Their father wanted them to learn how to speak English. And um, so my mom changed her name to Jane because she felt that it was easier for people to pronounce them. So my mom, was. she was just the sweetest of person you can even imagine and like our whole family down the italian side was very rooted in um my grandfather had this philosophy like when i was a little girl he had a house down the shore and mm-hmm. it was a huge garden peach trees and he had that kind of sand but well, this guy grew out of sand and, and and every day he would take me and we'd take the banana peels and the peach peelings and everything and he'd plant them in around his his grapevines and he'd plant them in around his tomatoes and, and he'd show me how to like work the soil. And, and he said to me, you know, whatever comes from this earth has to go back into it in its purest form. And, um, and yeah, it was a really cool childhood. It really was. My, my aunt and uncle, who lived behind my, my grandfather, they had chickens and I learned how to candle eggs. So we'd sit there on Saturday mornings and we'd look in a tr- with a, a light bulb. And to look and see if there was a heart in the egg. Because if there was any sign of the heart, you couldn't use the egg. And that's where I learned how to do my canning and jams and everything was down there. So it's definitely a little bit of family thing to the restaurant,
2: gotcha gotcha now um it looks like you guys have some awesome stuff on your food menu especially for us drinkers like the deep fried corn <laughs> with slaw or the seasoned choice beef smothered in cheddar cheese um is yeah. there that you'd yeah. specifically recommend for someone coming in there for the first time
0: I, I have to tell you we had a late crowd tonight and i was so glad to see people coming in the door at nine o'clock we've got uh, acoustic soul is playing standing and elise and um Tonight, like I, I, like I said, everything's in the shape of a ball, and I change the I change the menu every week. So mm-hmm. tonight, people are ordering things like um, the spicy sesame pork balls with the daikon salad, and the, uh, the I have a curry chicken ball in coconut milk, and and they're just ordering this stuff, and then desserts are these you know, churro balls with cinnamon and fresh chocolate that's melted and profiteroles that I baked this morning. And, you know, it's like people come in here and they're, they're drinking at the bar and they're ordering things. as think, oh, like there's one big table in there. And they said, okay, but and, and our prices, like we only charge $10, $10 for our, our all the plates are $10. So yeah. we do, um, it's, it's a meal, like one, but people like to do the tasting thing. So they're like, well, we'll have these. And then after they finish that, we're still hungry. We'll have these. So they can walk out and they've had a tasting of everything on the menu and they haven't spent a fortune, you know? Um, right, right. so it's, it's pretty cool. Like tomorrow night, we're supposed to, have, I don't know what the weather going to do because our, we have a whiskey tasting, um, coming up from the Catskill Mountains. Um, Monty Sacks is a distiller and, um, he's going to be presenting tomorrow four of his dark whiskeys and one of his whites. And I'm uh-huh. doing a five course pairing and I, every single one of my dishes uses one of his liquors, you know, in one yes. of the whiskeys in, in in it. And I'm a little bit worried because our, our bartender p- plows and he said, and he plows for the talent, you know, and he said uh-huh. we're being told five to seven inches tomorrow night. And I was like, you're kidding me. Um, so, you know, we try to do, like, special events like that, but we might have to postpone it, but we've got a great Southern rock band that's supposed to be coming in. But everybody's Sweet. coming from upstate New York.
2: Oh, wow. So, yeah, so we <laughs> yeah. might have to cancel it tomorrow night. I don't know. Um, now, Cassie, my wife, she really only eats one thing. I hope you guys have it. Can you guys make a big salad?
0: Yeah. But like, I try to always keep... You know, I, we have a, a gentleman that comes in here that recently had a major heart issue. Uh-huh. And, um, and he's young. He's young. He's in his 30s, you know. And so, like, he was amazed. He, he said, I can't have uh, gluten. I can't have this. I can't have that. And I said, well, I have zucchini and I have butternut squash and I have, you know, peppers and onions. And let me put something together for you, you know. And so he, you know, he's been in, I'd say, three out of the last five or six weeks and with his family and stuff. And, you know, and I'll do all that. And like for the salad people, I always have spinach and like tonight I have Savoy cabbage. So like if somebody wanted a salad, I'd say, how do you feel that a one salad? And I, I have, I have an awesome bacon that we keep in house and it's, um, it's just, it's unbelievable. So I, I and I, and I always have like a few baked potatoes on hand. So I would do a fresh cabbage sautéed in in uh, bacon, you know, the little bacon bits. Mm-hmm. Add the potatoes in, some scallions, and I could serve up a warm salad like that. Or else I could just do something you know really simple with um, uh, you know, the spinach and you know. So there's always I always have a lot of fresh stuff on hand, scallions, and I'm looking at cherry tomatoes that we top off the burgers with, you know, and awesome. I, yeah, it's it's I try to keep it healthy but like not severe. <laughs>
2: right,
0: right. Of, course, of course not now. <laughs> yeah. uh, I want not give away two minutes like tomorrow tomorrow night. Like one of the five courses is a um soft baked pretzel that we're making here uh-huh. with a um a cheddar uh, it's called Defiant Whiskey and it's a defi- it's a rye whiskey. So I'm using this rye whiskey and my cheese sauce for the uh-huh. For
2: the big pretzel. Nice, awesome. Um, Yeah. (laughs) An important question for our listeners is: uh, What kind of craft beers do you currently have at your bar?
0: Okay, um, we've got an oatmeal stout. We have. um, Yeah, I got to take a look. Um, We we try to switch it up. We've got Killians. um, We have Flying Fish. We've got. What was What was this guy here? We just ran out of one. Loose Cannon, uh, number right. nine. Um, we only have six taps. You know, we're a small place. We only feed about 50 people. Okay. Um, so, um, but we got six taps, and then we have, you know, bottles of beer, you know, different types of things. Because of what, you know, people feel like drinking, like, sometimes in the summer, I think I sell more cellar or Shark. and shark. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, it, so you kind of have to go with what people are buying a little bit, and because we're right. small... You know, we can turn things around a little bit a little bit quicker than some, maybe some of the bigger places, you
2: know? Right, right. I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, one of the things I, I want to mention is that you guys have an incredible bakery there with items that would make Augustus swim out of the Chocolate River and into <laughs> the restaurant. Um, what are some of the items on your bakery menu? Oh,
0: God. Um, people really love our quiches. And the secret to what I do with them, but we 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 make a, we make some awesome quiches that people really really like. I mean, we had orders for them for Christmas. Um, we do a coconut pineapple cake. The cake is uh, pineapple. The icing is a fresh coconut, and the filling is a banana cream. Um, we have a chocolate ganache. Foster tort, where um, there's a uh, ricotta almond filling with raspberries that have been uh, macerated into triple sec, and then, um, you know, the ganache is put on it, and then I do a a glazed chocolate on top of it. Uh, We do an awesome apple pineapple, like it's an apple upside down cake that's made with a uh, creme caramel sauce that just mm-hmm. just die for. It's really, really good. Oh um, I have a strawberry high cake that I made with white cream de coco and, um, you know, fresh strawberries whipped into the cream. And uh, tonight we have a black and white cake. It's the only non-round thing that we're serving. <laughs> and the, the, um, the cake is a, is a deep chocolate cake with a hazelnut filling, hazelnut mm-hmm. chocolate filling, and a white cream de coco icing. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, and we do we do popovers and um, uh, you know cream puffs and uh, breads and quick breads and yeast breads and you know we did some stowings around the holidays, which you know it's kind of people don't really see those very often anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we, my my husband's late wife was Norwegian, and so we try to you know incorporate some of her family traditions. Into the holidays all the time, Um, you know, and then the Italian truffle, and you know, and and, and I'll make anything anybody wants. Basically, you know, that's my daughter and I. That's the philosophy we have: is just tell us what you're looking for, and we'll make it.
2: (laughs) Nice, nice. Now all those. Yeah, I don't
0: do the fondant though. I'm not a. I'm not a fondant person.
2: All those bakery items are probably making Cassie really stiff.
0: <laughs> oh, drink! <laughs> um, now, last question for
2: you. Um, do you have any uh, special events or nights coming up that you'd like to promote?
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that we're so excited about is this whiskey tasting tomorrow night. And we're not really sure if we're going to be able to pull it off because of the weather. But if we do, the um, the the whiskeys are just spectacular. This guy's collection is so smooth, and I'm not a whiskey drinker, and wow. I just sat there, drink, you know, at the tasting, and I was like, oh, my God, this stuff is really good, so, like, our, our menu tomorrow night is, one of his whiskeys called Fearless something or another, you know, so I, I have fearless ribs, so the ribs have been marinating this whiskey and all these dry, mm. or, you know, mm. spices, and then we've got the pretzels I was telling you about with the defiant rye, and then I've got... Um, ginger that's been marinating in his, uh, wicked white whiskey that's going to be served with a pork dumpling. And I've got a sliced gate that's going into his oat buckwheat whiskey that, um, is going to be served with a cream pepper sauce. And, you know, so I really try to step it up so that it's not the same old thing. It's not fried calamari. It's not eggplant parmesan. You know, like when people come here, I want them to try different things. Mm-hmm. You know, and not not be in the same rut. Like, my mom she used to love, and she really did, she loved shrimp with lobster sauce. And anytime time that she would go out, you know, we'd go out for Chinese, that's what she would order. And we'd all rather, her, you know, like, Mom, you know, it's something different. Um, But that's what she loves. I have to tell you, after she'd been gone a l- little while, I would love to just hear her make that walk order again, you know, but, you know, we're just trying to, try to get people to try a few different things, to keep it still kind of mainstream, you know, like uh, tonight we've got a beautiful, um, barbecue venison ball and I've got a, a coconut, uh, g- curry ball on um, that, you know, served with a basmati rice on, um, uh, I'm trying to think the name of the lettuce right now, it's going out of my head, cabbage, Savoy cabbage, um, I've got mozzarella stuffed meatballs, you know. It's there's, huh. there's, there's our day and night. Tonight is our ball night. So so the only thing, like, right now, and then, of course, we're going to do something for um, St. Patty's Day. And then I've got another event that hasn't fully come together yet, but it it should be a lot of fun. It should be more outdoorsy um, with trying to pull together kind of like a 40s kind of thing. You know, so nice, and that'll be fun with a bunch of different musicians. You know, Um tomorrow night the band, if everything goes well, is a Southern rock and blues band that is just amazing. They played awesome. here about four years ago, and for Halloween, and literally the floors were rocking in this place. There were so many people dancing and stuff, and that's what I was sort of hoping for for tomorrow night.
2: Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, I really appreciate yeah. you coming in. Um, you know, we're, we're we're big fans of your place. We can't wait to get there. We encourage all our listeners to get there and uh, try your food and, and have some drinks. Uh, but really appreciate okay. you coming in and uh, and thank you very much.
0: Well, you're very welcome. And we really, really, really do appreciate the opportunity. I'm glad we've got to hook up. <laughs> definitely.
2: Definitely. Okay. Thank, all right. thank
0: you very much. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot.
2: <laughs> all right, folks. That was uh, Sweet Jane's Roadhouse. And it sounds like a great place. Sounds yeah. like a great place. She definitely said a lot there uh about the food and the drinks and stuff and um it sounds like an awesome place so if you're close by please stop by there and right. check it out so anyway folks uh right now i'm going to actually leave the studio because uh we a member of uh, drinking dirty in jersey pops is going to come on and just uh give his opinion for the week he's going to do it very quickly because i know we're running out of time yes but i'm actually going to leave the mic uh leave the studio excuse I'll me i'll kick him out uh and uh <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be back once uh once pops is finished so i'm going
3: Yo! Yo, Pop! What up, crackers? Oh, huh? crackers. Yeah!
2: There's one cracker in here. That's right. One cracker. No, yeah, One cracker just walked by me. He left. <laughs> he, went, he went to the take, take a drop of juice or something like that. But I don't know what it is. Pop just got out of jail. Oh, uh, for just what? Just got out of jail. The racist police arrested me for mopery. You know what mopery is? Is that like banging a blind person? No, no, no. That's when you expose yourself to a blind oh. person. Yes, Pops arrested for that. He's blind. What the fuck is the matter if I expose myself to them? That makes no sense. So after Pops being in jail and being raped, Pops realized that Pops came to a life decision. Pops wants to be a woman. What? That's right. Because Pops wants to scissor.
0: Ew. That's right.
2: Pops really want to scissor. And <laughs> the first broad that Pops wants to scissor is that uh, Maria Menounos, that okay. brown motherfucker. Man, she's so hot. You know what Pops would say to get her? Pops would say, come here, wetback. Pops wants scissor. Mexican. She's Greek. Whatever. Cholo style. Pops wants to scissor. Her name's Maria. What do you mean she ain't Cholo? She's, she's Greek. <laughs> no, she's not. Not in Pops' world. Pops wants to scissor her. Okay. The second broad, Pops is going to scissor. Is Natalie Portman. Pops love me some Jewish clam. This is how Pops gonna get Natalie Portman. Pops gonna call her and say, Pops will call her and say, hey, there's a penny over here on my floor. <laughs> now come over. And that's scissor. <laughs> that's how Pops get her. That's smooth, right, Kathy? No. That would work on you? No. Yeah, you you like I'm Jews. I'm not Jewish. Yeah, yeah, you like Jews though. You want Jewish noses in your ass? <laughs> you told me that before in confidence. You thought Pops was drunk, Pops wasn't? Pops lied! <laughs> You like Jewish noses in your ass. That's right.
0: <laughs> but guess what? Guess what, Cassie?
2: What? Pops lied? Pops lied. <laughs> Pops lied. Pops a man. Pops don't want to be a woman. Pops has a large back stallion that's used to rape midgets. That's right. <laughs> I don't. Sizzle won't be nice, but Pops likes his black stallion.
0: That's All right. right. So I'm going to go. So anyway, Bye,
2: uh, I'm going to take off. Uh, yes. Yes. And, uh, Oh, see, Yo, see you at the Big Brew Fest tomorrow. Mendez out. Yes. <sighs> OK, I'm back. Oh, my God. I'm back. Was uh, was cra- Pops OK? He, he cracks me the fuck up. Was Pops OK? Was yeah, he was th- lying again
3: about how he wants to have a sex change. Oh, Pops. And how, because he wants to scissor Mani- Maria Menuno's because he thinks she's Mexican or something. What? Yeah.
2: She's Greek. What, what are you talking I know. about? I don't know. Anyway, let's get into our Magnum beer ride. Now, what we do here is uh, Cassie's going to pour a couple of different beers, and I'm going to taste them and try to guess what kind of beers they are. So, right. Cassie, why don't Here's you give me one. the first one? It's uh, kind of dark, like Pops. Uh let me taste it. Um, this has to be a uh stout. Uh, uh, yes vanilla stout? Yes, correct. All right, see how good I am?
3: It is. See it?
2: It is. Wait, that's
3: the wrong one. Whoops, don't look, don't look. I ain't looking. It is. Big muddy, vanilla stout. They actually make really good beers. Wow. They're the ones that make that good winter beer that we like.
2: So Finley is one for one. Now what's the next beer? Let me sure. see. Oh, I know what this is here. All right, so it's another dark one. Um, dark one, just like uh, just like Amelia likes in the parking lot. Uh, oh, uh, she's uh, watching right now too. Um, anyway, this is dark one. We taste this. We got to go quick. We're out of time. Okay, uh, this is a um, a uh, porter. That um, is
3: that is the. Uh it's new. It's uh out of like Iceland
2: or some shit. Alright, hello. I-
3: Einstock. Iceland. Einstock. Icelandic.
2: Porter. Einstock. Very good beer. I like it. It's a, it's kind of a good porter. Okay. okay. What's the next one? We're in a rush. This is the fastest beer tasting contest ever. Oh uh, shit. Did you spill it on something? No, I
3: spilled it on the thing.
2: Um yeah. now this is a light beer, it looks like a lager. On the notes. Um that is definitely a uh was that a lager? Nope. Uh. What is it? Belgian triple. Belgian triple. Very good. Very light Flying beer. Fish. Very tasty by Flying Fish. Yes. Here. Yes. Uh, next beer. Um, looks very rich. Uh, a little dark. A little light. Let's see. A little dark. A little light. Um, this tastes like a. Um, uh, it's escaping me right now. A. Um, Ew, it smells like far. What is this? What is this? Barley wine. Barley wine. Okay. Barley Flying wine dog by Flying Dog. Horny right, dog. Really good. By horny dog right, Don't not look gonna, at that. Don't Cassie's, look. Don't look. Uh, Is this the last one or the second no, last the second one? No, it's second last one. Okay. Go, go. Mm. Mm. This beer is. um I didn't look. Um, yeah, you did. This is a um, <laughs> a uh, what is it? Red ale. Red ale by uh, Clown Shoes. Yes. Very, very good. All right, last Don't beer in the fastest beer tasting contest ever. um IPA. Nope. What is this? Baltic Porter. Baltic Porter. Very, very good. Very tasty beer. Smutty nose. All right, Cassie, why don't you wrap us up and tell us what's going on?
3: All right, so next week we don't have a live show. We have a repeat. Not sure which show is going to be on yet. We'll let you know in the newsletter if you're on the newsletter. If not, you can see it on Twitter like a day or two later. We're also going to be at Big Brew Fest tomorrow. Come find us. 15% off with an NJ Craft Beer membership card. Uh, we're gonna be doing crazy shit, so come find us. Definitely, you'll hear us from probably the front door. Yes. Um, and uh, and all, and that's it. Next live show is March sixth. We're gonna have Saucony Creek on, and they're Sweet. our only guests. And uh, Pop's is probably gonna do some crazy. So you know, tune in and drink on.
2: Tune in and drink on. Mendez out.
3: Woo stiff.
2: You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey
1: with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley. Right here on LA Talk Radio.